Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris. I'm with Todd via Zoom. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. I've been doing some chores this morning, shoveling little rocks around my water feature. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, you're shoveling shoveling rocks and listening to that water flow. Do you have to pee a lot? Uh, You know what? (laughs) I haven't thought about that. Now you will. Yeah, and I've read some article where peeing on plants is a good plan. Helps them. Really? Yeah. That's like what I said, Kathy, you and me, we got to yeah, yeah, we gotta so start you, you and peeing Kat, on plants. There you she go. Says she's not squatting. You, but, you guys don't have like a vegetable garden you're getting peeing on, do you? Yeah, we do, but I'd be right in the front yard. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird to pee on your plants in your front yard as opposed to the ones in your backyard. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's what, totally what, fine. Yeah. 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 What Doesn't else? Does everybody do that in their backyard? Yeah. I mean, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, Moses and Pearl do it all the time. Yeah. Cinder does it all the time, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, they poop in the backyard, too, but do we poop in our backyard? No, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So we had the big union golf tournament. What the fuck happened? We didn't win. We got our asses kicked. We had a clean scorecard, though. We didn't. We didn't have a bogey, which we were on the verge of. Number two. Yes. Yes. We just weren't all there. We didn't make our first birdie till our one. Two, I want to say our fifth hole. We didn't and have we a even, birdie, and we even started on a par five. Yeah, that was that was disgraceful. Yeah. And I remember when we were had one under, we saw Welch's team and I saw him and I saw Omira. I'm like, oh hey Omira. What are you how are you guys doing? And he showed me a scorecard and he had five birdies and an eagle. And they only played six holes. We were in trouble. We were in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So we finished three. They finished sixteen. Yeah, that's an ass kicking. I felt bad. They got booed a lot. They did every time they mentioned Welch. Is it because he doesn't have a single player on his team from our local? Do you think that's it? Maybe. That he kicked off a couple golfers off his team and just added some different union firefighters from a different fire department and their ringers? Maybe. Somebody said to me, this is fucking bullshit. He (laughs) says... He says there should be a, a, a trophy for a local 1660 <laughs> team. And then you can, you know, bring in pros. You can bring in scratch golfers, your buddies, right. whatever you want to do. Right. I thought that was an interesting uh, concept there. Yeah. Who brought that up? Provolone cheese. Oh, yeah. Okay. I He's like got it. all kinds of good ideas. He does. Except, have all. Ex- except for five, two, one. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, provolone. No, 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 no. Don't even start talking like that. I'm not. I'm it's not. It's a golf podcast. All right. Sorry. All right. We'll sorry. leave that up to a different podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, it was fun, though, but I won uh, in the raffle. I walked up there and in my old golf bag. Yeah. It, like the leg just fell off. I was like, fuck, I need a new golf bag. And I and saw you- a Jones bag and some Seamus head covers. I put all my cards, all my raffles right there. Yeah. You know what I did? I put, put them all, all right. my tickets right in that same thing. So I think the only people that could have won were you and I. 
Yeah, I wonder if people didn't recognize because it was kind of a tan bag and didn't realize and that the socks, you know, were kind of Yeah, they're that those were pretty expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. How much money did you put in the raffle? Uh, I don't remember, 20, 40. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. 20 gets you how many? Uh four. Oh. So you only four tickets. I feel like I had more than four tickets. Yeah. So yeah. I put $60 worth in. Okay. I might've put 40. I can't remember. I had to give money to my kids before I left. So I didn't have much money. left. Oh gosh. You could have borrowed some, <laughs> but then I wouldn't have gotten the cool shit. All right. So what else have you, did you play, um, try the mountain, mountain had their, yeah, yeah, they had their PGA tournament out there and, and you played was, on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday there. The I drove was, by it. What time were you playing? <sighs> I think I teed off at 9.50. Okay. At noon o'clock, it was, you know, blowing consistently 12 to 15. The the rough was to my knees. It was a sopping wet course. And then some guy that doesn't play golf set the pins. Side of hills on ledges. Yeah. I mean, bro, this golf, this game is hard enough. Why, why is somebody that doesn't play golf setting pins? I have no idea. Okay. I was hot. I bet. Yeah, there's definitely some unfair pins, like almost to the point that they're illegal pin placements. Yeah, just like th this isn't fun. There was four putts. There was numerous four putts. And the best score out there was from a plus two. And he shot an 81. What? Yeah. Hi, wow. stupid. Hi, stupid fun golf. I feel like I've played Tri-Mountain one time. And I believe it was with Provolone Cheese and maybe Brooksy. Oh, nice. And I feel like there was, I just remember, I feel like there's a couple pin placements that were kind of just obscure like that. Yeah. yeah, just like on ledges. Like if you just put it too far, it's the, yeah. Anyways. And then we did Heron Lakes with the bums on Sunday. And what did you shoot and it there? Was 74, two over. On the greenback. On the greenback. 87 at Tri-Mountains. Wow. There's a handicap helper. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Um, and then I also recorded golf and watched a ton of it, which we're going to get to, I guess. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. Did you do anything fun? Yeah. Lenore and I went to Astoria. Oh, nice. First time just the two of us have gone away without the kids for any sort of overnight excursion since I don't know when. But it's been a while, but this is the that last week was the first or was basically the only weekend without softball until like the end of July. Wow. So did you go to the buoy? Buoy. 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 Brewing. We did. We had a we had a couple beers there. We went to Astoria Brewing, had some appetizers and a beer, then went back for dinner. Nice place, cool place, yeah. right on the uh, river walk there. Uh huh. Uh, but we did a whirlwind Astoria um, sightseeing excur uh, excursion. Right uh -huh. when we got there, we said, "All right, let's get out of here. Let's go. Let's go see some sights." So we went up to the column. I did you throw a a plane off of it? Didn't even know that, that was a thing until we got done and went in the gift shop and saw the plane. We did see some people throwing planes off. So I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, we did not throw a plane off. Uh, I did, um, however, see somebody who was scared of heights up there. 
Mm. Um, I don't think she really stood up. She was sitting on her bottom and scooting around the <laughs> the column there at the top. Uh, was it a little girl or an adult? It was an adult. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. It, uh, and then, of course, you know. Did us, you point and laugh? No. <laughs> no, I should have. It was awkward when we tried to walk around her. Um, and then, you know, I, I made... I made the weird comment, which you can probably relate to this. You know, I'm sitting there at the tower. Or I kept calling it the tower. Lenore kept correcting me that it's the column. And I, of course, I knew it was the column, but I kept calling it the tower. Did just you say bug. it wasn't your fucking birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I kept calling it the tower just a bugger. Because every time I said the tower, she's like, it's column. I'm like, I, mean, nice. I know. So As soon as you find out something bugs somebody, <laughs> you, you just got to. Right. So. But I'm looking over and I and, and I just kind of tell her, I was just like, yeah, I wonder how many people have jumped off this thing to commit suicide. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's, you know, in our line of work, it, you know, we, yeah, that's, that's what happens. We happen. go there. Yeah, we, it's, but she just couldn't believe that I even did that. I'm like, well, I mean, I just walked up here. Like, n- there's no guard. I mean, there's, there's a guardrail. There's just a rail. It's like waist high. I'm like, I could easy jump off here. I could. I'm not glad the, you didn't. That I'm not would be going such a bummer. to. That's yeah. It would have been a bummer. Well, because a, it I would have been the end. Use any of the equipment. Yeah, yeah. You would have to find a new partner. It would have been really awkward that first episode after that, huh? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we did the the tower, um, otherwise known as the Astoria Column. Uh, then we went to go find the Goonie House. Okay. Found the Goonie House. Nice. Uh, it doesn't have a tarp on it any longer. Um, Shoot. there for a while it seemed like the whoever owned it at the time put a big tarp so that people couldn't see it that's silly um then what, that's what happens do? if you buy the goonie house people are going to show up yeah yeah like they're living just, on a golf course you're going to get hit with golf balls there's just parking restrictions up by it so people don't just jam up the whole street and there's just uh-huh. a couple other people that were walking around we didn't even get out of the car we just saw it from a distance uh, then we went down. There's the film museum where the uh, county jail from the movie Goonies is uh, uh-huh. there. And uh, so drove by that. Um, then we, oh, the Flavel house. And we had to look up why that's even a thing or, or even why, the, why people find it interesting. Um, I tried to just tell Lenore, it's just, it's, Main, it's just Mr. Flavel's house. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's uh, it has something to do with like Victorian architecture, oldest house. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not a big like museum history guy. I really don't invest much much interest in that. Things mm-hmm. look cool and stuff. Yeah. Then we just uh, went down the river walk and uh, hung out down there. Did you stop? Go over the Megler Bridge. You, well, yeah. So we stayed right next to it at the cannery and I told Lenore, I'm like, Hey, uh, she's like, I feel like we need to go over that bridge at some point while we're here. So, well, let's do it now. Cause I'm not going to want to do it tomorrow. Cause when we leave here, I'm going to just want to go yeah. home. Right. <laughs> so watch golf. So we, uh, on our way back to the hotel from dinner, I believe, or maybe, no, I think we went back and then went back out for dinner. So I think, uh, on our way back to the hotel before dinner, we cruised over the bridge and back. It's a long look, bridge. Yeah. It makes me sweaty. When I get to the top and it's windy, I get real nervous and sweaty. Oh, we just drove. Yeah, you that's walked? what I mean. Oh, <laughs> no. 
when I drive it, I get sweaty. Oh. I get nervous. It must not have been that uh, that windy because I didn't really yeah. notice a ton. But yeah, it's long. It's like four point two miles or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and they when they built it, they were off by like a millimeter. Really? Yeah, they were amazing back then. The day I don't remember when they built it, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I had a great time though. It was good just to kind of get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came back on Sunday and the kids had a great time while we were away and we had a great time and then went right back to work. So yeah, fun times. Yeah. All right, dude, let's give a shout out to our, one of our sponsors, sisters meeting smokehouse and sisters, Oregon on spruce. Next time you're going over to central Oregon, cruise through sisters, swing on in and grab some meat, grab some beef jerky and some pepperoni sticks for your round of golf. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse can't beat our meat. All right, dude. Let's get to the news. My guess is we've got some LIV stuff to talk about. We do. What do we got? It's it's unbelievable. All right. Uh, Golf Week columnist, Eron Lynch. Quote, multiple sources suggest LIV Golf offering the first event in the UK to any broadcaster who wants wants it with a rights with it with no rights fee so they they don't even have anybody that's going to televise it so they're like anybody wanting to do it you can have it wow we should start up our own production company right yeah um i mean it's it's so it just sounds like everything i, I saw a ceo quit that was from espn that went over there and was like you know what this is fucked rumor has it that norman the talks uh who was it some gosh it was some prominent uh god who was this agent is confident confident that norman is out what yeah greg norman is out yeah that there's just like the saudis didn't like his answers when he kind of basically said that they made a mistake and they've learned from it and interesting so that's the you know it's weird we haven't seen greg norman in a few days yeah i know (laughs) i know uh yeah people make mistakes todd (laughs) i know just gotta move past them um lee westwood dumped by ups soon as he said i'm in ups says kiss our grits yep and possibly lucky louis oosthuizen being dumped he was a ups guy yeah. Yep. And then finally, uh, Richard Bland. He's like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm going over and playing. I'm 49 years old. I'm going to be 50 years old. I got to go grab a bunch of money." Good for and him. People, people are really appreciating that answer yeah. versus the answer of "We're trying to make the PGA better." That's bullshit. It's, yeah. No, they want the money. It's a money grab. Yep. So people are kind of like, okay, that's right. Richard's playing the best golf of his life. Yeah, and that's what that's what we talked about was I can't fault somebody for finding a payday in, in their career. I mean, these guys have worked their butts off to make a living for themselves and their families. Mm-hmm. And if they have interest in Richard Bland, you know what? More power to him. I, I, I hate to say that, but it's his choice, right? Yep. And he uh, can decide. Yeah. He he's personally canceling the European tour and the PGA tour by doing that. 
And then his sponsors will then cancel him. And it's just a huge cancel culture. He doesn't have sponsors though, right? Doesn't he have like a whale on his hat or something on his hat? That's like a buddy <laughs> of his. I mean, it's like they made a big deal about it. Like at the U S open, I can't remember what it was, but whatever logo was on his hat, it was like a buddy of his or something. I don't Jeez. know. They probably gave him like 500 bucks or something for the week. So stay tuned. It's getting very exciting. It is June's coming up. And yeah. And that's we'll during see. Canadian Open Week, correct? Which is see. the week before the U.S. Open, I believe. Ooh, yes. I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, Canadian Open should be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if they're going to get too many people to play. Or they're going to get some really big players to play that are protesting the LIV Tour. Yeah. So, again, stay tuned. What else you got? As far as news, that is it. You don't want to talk about Bones? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, Bones. So, you know, Shipnuck. Ship, what, who are the guy that wrote the unauthorized biography of Mickelson? Yeah, Shipnuck sounds right. Uh, basically saying Bones left Mickelson in 2017 because Mickelson wouldn't pay him. Like owed him a million dollars. What? Yep. What? Yep. A, a million dollars. Rumor has it. I mean, I know Bones is probably one of the greatest caddies of all time, but I bet he could probably use that million dollars. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Wow. So he had to go to a paying job, a reputable employee or employer, Jeez. and go do the televisions. Yeah, I can't wait to read this book. When's it coming out? I don't know, but I'm going to read the hell out of it. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Anything else for news? That's all before, I got for Before right we now. move on. All right, yep. so let's give a shout out to our other sponsor, Valley Carpet Cleaning. Carpet, clean, carpet and upholstery cleaning in the Tri-County Portland metro area. Um Occasionally in Washington, Salem, www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. Check them out. All right, dude, let's move into the PGA Championship. So we got a, we had a, dude, this is probably one of the greatest. Uh, let's see here. It's probably one of the weakest majors and one of the greatest majors all within four days. Mm. Why do you say weakest? Well, I think there was points where it was a little... I think the weather played a factor. Uh, just to me, it just wasn't kind of kept keeping my attention until the back nine on Sunday. Mm. The back nine on Sunday, and spoiler alert, there was a playoff. <laughs> and the playoff, mm. dude, I mean, that made for some great golf. I watched the, I watched the leaders tee off and watched the entire thing. It, it's uh i did not but however i did pretty much watch the entire back nine for those last few groups and it was phenomenal watching jt come back what was he four under through last 10 holes I well mean, yeah yeah that was impressive and you know rory went out and i believe he shot a 32 on the front yep and then couldn't make a birdie on the back and left slammed his trunk and wouldn't talk to media <laughs> oh he wouldn't talk to media just Me fucking left pissed. Mito Pereira 
has to get a, a what a par on the final hole mm. and and to f- stay in the playoff and and he even t- spoke to the media jesus Rory. oh yeah what a what a stud i really i mean he had to have been crushed because you know yeah. on thursday and friday he parred the stupid thing and then on saturday he birdied the stupid thing so he played the whole one under and then got to 18 on sunday and just he said he wasn't nervous but that swing said his body was like no 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 we're nervous <laughs> yeah well and then he said i wasn't even thinking about the water well he should have been <laughs> clearly I, is it there was there was a tower out in the middle of the fairway or beyond beyond a green or something it's like left just like fucking hit that thing and because yeah. i mean still those guys hit it way left they're still a long way away but they're still just hitting five irons in and four irons. Yeah, it was it was painful to see that. Uh, and the guy, the guy, he won three times on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. gave gave him an automatic uh, promotion into the PGA Tour. So he played a little bit on the PGA Tour last year, and I think he's still considered a rookie because this is his first full season on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. And to be have the lead on the 72nd hole of the PJ championship. God, that's a lot. That is a lot. And, and I don't think you understand or deal with the adrenaline rush that, that you experience, right. As opposed to like a Justin Thomas that knows it, feels it, has felt it before. And so when you have those experiences and as some people refer to scar tissue, Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn from him and you won't forget it. And I guarantee he's going to be back in that same situation. He's a great golfer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought he played great for 17 holes, all things considered the three shot lead. Yep. And, but I never thought he was going to win it. You know, I, uh, Sunday morning before I teed off at the Heron, I put three $5 bets down. Cam Young, Rory McIlroy, and Justin Thomas. Yeah, that's a good bet. I mean, they were so far back, but I was like, man, I, I, I trust those guys. I don't trust Mito. I don't trust Cam. Who else don't I trust? Um, Fitzpatrick. That guy fucking shit the bed. All he did was pull iron shots all day. Jeez. I know. He had like one good chip in towards the end that was like a glimmer of hope. Yeah, he couldn't pull it off. Do you remember what you said about Justin Thomas though? When we were discussing our picks last week. He's not. He can't win it. Yeah, he did it. He's not going to win. And then he did. God, it's, it's like my big fat mouth. Just well, I've done that a number of times. And 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 I think you were going between Matsuyama and Cantlay as your third picks, and neither one of us picked JT. Nope. Not even for our alternates. I figured he'd do well. He's been doing well, but I was looking for a guy that was going to win maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote some notes down here just watching. Uh, do you know that Justin Thomas shanked one? Yeah, on I Sunday? did see that on the sixth on hole, six. I believe. Yeah. Oh, my Bing. gosh. Like dead shank. Bing. Like hosel rocket. Like did yes. he hit off the mats before he came out here? Because that thing dead shank into the tree. It was like. That oh, makes God, me feel yeah. pretty good. Scramble yeah, to get right? a par or scramble to get a bogey though on that. I did see that they were, uh, yeah, I was watching, um, 
Oh, yesterday at work, I was running on the treadmill. And so I just flipped on the golf channel and they're replaying um, live from the PGA Championship the next morning. And I it basically started, I started my run when Justin Thomas was taking pictures with his family and the trophy. Or actually, he mm-hmm. started with just himself. The entire time I was on that treadmill, Justin Thomas was taking pictures for really? 35 minutes wow. after, after he won. It was, he took pictures by himself, then his dad came in, then his dad and his mom came in, then his dad mm. and his f- mom and his fiance, then his dad and his mom left, and it was just him and his fiance, and then she left. And then it was like different groups of different people within the PGA of America, and they would all they would all take pictures of them as a group, and then it'd be like single people taking pictures of them. And then it was the craziest thing. You could just tell like, like <clears throat> maybe they're used to this kind of stuff when they win a tournament. But, and then he had to go sign autographs. Yeah, but within that, they did show that uh, shank, uh, and it was pretty impressive shank. <laughs> Some little kid was hounding Justin before the round, and Justin was hitting flop shots, and he's like, hey, Justin, JT, no want an autograph. He's like, hey, uh, not right now. I don't sign it before I play, but I'll, I'll do it after the round. And then the little kid goes, that's what Jay always say. <laughs> So I wonder if that little shit was like waiting around for all those pictures. And then if Justin, I'm sure Justin went and signed a pile of autographs. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen a professional tour pro hit a dead shank like that? Yes. I seen uh, Henrik Stenson do it. I've seen Ian Poulter do it. Who else have I seen? And I love it. I just fucking love it. When I was caddying in Utah for Mad Dog in 2019, uh, Paul Haley the third, who he might be within the top 25, he might be on the PGA Tour next year. But I just remember, I think he had like 140 yards in, 100, maybe even 130 to his elevated green. It was a dog leg right. Everybody just kind of punched a two iron or three wood down to the left side. And he was basically middle of fairway and dead shank mm. dead shank about 40 yards right and short of the green into some bushes up on a hillside and i was just like oh my gosh it was crazy i've just never seen a tour pro just a dead shank like that i love it i don't know if it's just something in their head just mid swing you just make one minor adjustment something gets in your head and you yep. just dead shank right off the hosel um what about tiger uh let's, let's talk, see. Oh, let's geez, talk a little yeah. bit of tiger or a lot God. about tiger he looked terrible i mean terrible like in pain just looked unhappy there was one video i think it was he was warming up or practicing and he was walking down into a bunker to hit a few bunker shots and he stepped down with his right foot and kind of twisted. It looked like he twisted his ankle, but dude, I watched that video probably 50 times. It, it damn near looked like he just like his leg just flexed. Like, like those, it, it, it's scary. It it was like, Oh my God, did he just break his leg for a second there? (laughs) I'm assuming he's still got a rod in the thing. Yeah. But all those little bones are just like pieced around it. Right. I don't know. 
Jeez. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um but yeah, he makes the, makes the cut on the number. Made the cut. No, no, no. He, I think actually he was plus three and plus four was the cut. Yeah, he he went out early the second day or late. Anyways, he was finished and I think the cut he went late back. I think when he finished, the cut might have been at plus three, but by the time the day was over, it was at plus four. Yeah. Winds were howling. Dude, 30 mile an hour winds, like sustained 25 mile an hour winds. Gusts, gusts up to like 40. It was it was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you, I mean, the guy grinded it out, and he stayed out there Saturday. Uh, it didn't surprise me that he withdrew. Uh, shot a 79, did not shoot the worst score on Saturday. Um, I believe no. uh, Sepp Straka chipped in on his 18th hole that day to shoot like an 80 or an 81. Robert McIntyre, 80. <laughs> yeah. I, look at Sepp Straka. I think he shot on Saturday. I want to say it was 81 or 82. Um, 79. Oh, okay. So he chipped in. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But Tiger, you know, he wants to continue to get those reps to be able to get ready for St. Andrews. That's his goal. Yep. I mean, his yep. goal... Yeah, play at the Masters. See how see how I'm doing. Can I win? Yes. I mean, he's won at Southern Hills before, right? Um, yep. So he knows that course. St. Andrews is the flattest course on the planet. <laughs> so he's going to be ready. I, it'll be interesting to see if he uh, recovers and tries to come out for the U.S. Open. It'll be interesting. Where's the U.S. Open this year? Brookline. No. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, I I feel like he's going to play in the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the country club at Brookline, Massachusetts. But it's not too far away. I mean, it's four weeks, right? Yep. So Yeah, we'll see. I Definitely, he'll be at the British or the Open Championship, as they like to say. I didn't see Tiger speak to the media after Saturday, did you? Nope. I wonder if there was any sort of media exchange or if he just kind of was like, hey, guys, I'm tired. I got to get out of here. And I don't think he would. He didn't withdraw until the next morning, right? I think so. Maybe it was that night. But anyways. Uh, so he was my number one pick. And, and I feel like we've done this before. <laughs> he made the cut, correct? That's what we're calling that. Yeah, but, he but definitely made the cut. He okay. played Saturday. Right. No, I I'm just saying I just, for for our money exchange here, I oh, just want to right, make right, sure right. that I broke even for Tiger. <laughs> so I got a couple of notes I wrote down. On uh Sunday, Will Zalatoris on six hits over the green, goes behind a TV tower. And now what's gonna happen? What's he gonna do? Is he gonna get a free drop and CBS decides to go to commercials? They didn't even show it. Oh, fuck. They put it in like the half and half. So, I mean, and he took a couple of different drops. It was just perfect. Like Will Zalatoris was right there. And all of a sudden, what's this going to be? What's this going to look like? Is this going to be a double? Is it a triple? Is he going to have to re-hit? They blew it. Kind of pissed me off. That Mm. was bad timing right there. Well, it looked like he did pretty well, though. I'm looking at it. He took took a penalty, it looks like, and dropped. Unplayable. 
hit his hit third, it off the hit it off the, the cart path. Hit his, made the putt. Yeah, hit his third shot to eight feet and made a real shaky putt. Watching Ooh, him bring God. his putter back. I mean, it's Ooh. like it. I mean, it moves. I feel like mine moves a lot, but his was like, whoa. How do you how do you even come back and make contact with that? I recorded this one three footer he putted, and it was like he stopped in his backswing, then finished it and hit it with the toe. Right. I recorded it and I saw it on Zyre Golf. Not my video, but I saw Zyre Golf had done it. Yeah. The guy has got a. It is hard to watch, but they say it's not the worst putting stats in the planet. No. It just it just looks fucking terrible. Well, and he does get shaky. He he definitely is inconsistent. So I bet he I bet for streaks he definitely has the worst putting stats on the planet. But then he pulls off a shot like the seventy second hole for par. Yeah, and he sinks it. It's okay. He's got yep. it. I mean, he's a tour pro. So, what about his caddy? Him and his caddy—they look alike. It's really creepy. Yeah, I feel it's like, like somebody. His, it's like his dad carrying his bag or something. I don't know, man. Somebody's got to shave their chin hair. <laughs> They're just very both very uh, skinny. Hatchet faced, oh. gingery. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. What else did I? Oh, when uh, Mito was playing well, which I thought he did all day, he just kept making big putts. Yeah, and one and bad sh- shot. Him and uh, Joaquin Neiman, my namesake almost. Yeah. Showed them as kids on the junior golf tournament. And Mito was an ugly, chubby <laughs> kid. <laughs> Now he's he's kind of attractive. Uh, <laughs> ugly, chubby kid. Yep. So, so Mito in the fourth round, he did shoot 70 or 37 on the front nine, two over, and then with that double bogey on 18, shot 38. So he shot 75. So not the best of rounds. No. But uh, I know somebody said, oh, Ian Baker, Ian Baker Finch, when uh, Fitzpatrick lipped out on 13, that was the 337th lip out. Nice. Nice. <sighs> that All right. is incredible. That is incredible. Um, what else did I think? Uh, I felt like down the end, JT was the only one that looked like he wanted to win that golf tournament. He had that look. Yeah, he definitely had the experience look and was... He knew how to handle it. He knew how to handle that pressure. I mean, I can read down this group that were in the top 10, and there's, I mean, Rory, Abraham Answer, I'll give him some experience. He even shot plus three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rory was minus two on the day. Not horrible. Uh, just had a horrible back nine. Well, not horrible, but like one over. Tommy Fleetwood, minus three on the day. Minus three on the tournament. Only 12 players finished under par for the tournament. Seamus Power, Abraham Manson, Tom Hoagie, Brendan Steele. Didn't even see him. Didn't even know he was even close. Rory McIlroy, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Chris Kirk. Didn't realize he was close either. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Vito Pereira, Cameron Young. Will Zalatoris and Justin Thomas. Those are the only players under par. Wow. Tom Hoagie. Right. Unbelievable. I mean, are we are, are we gonna pick this guy? The guy keeps like he wins golf tournaments, he's doing top tens. Seamus Power seems like he's playing pretty well too. Yep. 
Chris Kirk, um, he's kind of just that journeyman. He's always there. He minus two on Sunday to shoot minus three overall for the tournament. He eagled seventeen. Well, seventeen. So it was. It's a short par four. Yeah. And I'm, when I say short, I'm using my fingers to do quotes. Three hundred and two yards. Cam Young hit four wood. And JT hit three wood. And JT hit the moneyest shot I've ever seen in my life into that. Oh hole. God! Yeah, absolutely. Chris Kirk had thirty six feet five inches and made it for an eagle on Sunday. Yeah. JT. So did JT hit it? Was it in the playoff that he hit that money shot, or was that the? Oh yeah, that was the playoff. Yeah. Oh, dude, unbelievable. Mito Pereira, I feel you, buddy. I feel you. Yep. Just run down the right side and right into the water. Uh, do you want to review our picks or do you have anything else? That's it. All right, dude. I picked Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Abraham Answer, Tiger, WD, but made the cut. McIlroy, solo eighth, answered T9. I won six bucks. You picked Scheffler, Spieth, Matsuyama. You were worried that all three of them might miss the cut. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Scheffler missed the cut. Spieth, T34, Matsuyama, T60. Lost $2. So that's something to look at, too. I mean, if people say anything bad about Tiger and how, you know, Tiger's playing on one leg, but, I mean, shit, at least he made the cut. I mean, number one in the world didn't even make the cut. Neither did Patrick Cantlay, your first alternate. My first Jeez. alternate, Max Homa, T13. My second alternate and your second alternate went head-to-head. Your initial pick was uh, Siwoo Kim. He finished T60. Uh, EVR, who is what you ended up going with, he was he missed the cut. And then my Wait. second alternate, Davis Riley, lead pipe cinch lock, T13. Yeah, good one. I won five bucks from you. Appreciate it. Nice. The jars all paid up. We're all settled up for for this week going into Colonial for the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. Par seventy yards, seven thousand two hundred nine yards. I, I the designers that I found were John Bredemus and Perry Maxwell. Whatever. Uh, do you know who the defending champion is, Todd? No. It's a man with three K's in his last name. Talk. Rack. Cock rack. Nice. I believe this is one of those tournaments that caddies love. I think they love going there because Colonial just country club takes care of the caddies, whether it's food, whatever it may be, parking, whatever it is. I feel like this is one of those top tournaments that caddies really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you have anything about Colonial? Nope. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. That's all I know. Is that how you're going to base your picks off of? Thinking about it. <laughs> well, you get a pick first. Jordan Spieth. Oh, wow. That was quick. I didn't even get a chance to pull up anybody that's playing in the tournament. <laughs> Sorry. Is that I-E or E-I? <laughs> I before E, except after C or when it sounds like an A. Do you say I before E except after C or when it sounds like an I or an A? Something like that. Interesting. Doesn't mean I'm right. I don't even have a degree. Doesn't mean you're right. All right. Let me pull up who's playing here. 
Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Max Homa, Sam Burns, Abraham Answer, Tommy Fleetwood, Furberger. Jason, Justin Thomas is really playing. Yep. Mito. Kevin Na, Harold Varner, Chris Kirk. It says Brycey, but I don't think he is playing. He withdrew. He withdrew there you today. Have Eric Van Ruyen. Nope. <laughs> Negative, sir. Lucas Herbert. I'll he take Scotty Scheffler. Sure, why not? Number one player in the world. He's going to bounce back after playing like shit. There you go. Dick pick. Okay. All right. I am going to pick somebody that loves to play golf in Texas. And that person is Abraham Answer. Nice. Good pick. Abe the Babe. Abe the Babe. Do you think you'll take Mito? No, I'm going to take Wills Alatoris. Nice. You're going to take about Mito. Sh- Sean Pereira. I'm not taking Sean Pereira. <laughs> Sean's right, cousin so Mito. I am going to, I would never normally do this because there could be some hangover, but I'm going to go ahead and take Justin Thomas. I like it. You better have a good uh, first alternate because he very well could WD. He said he gave himself 24 hours to celebrate, and that was it. Yeah, but still. Yep. I hear you. Look at that picture of Rory Sabatini. Jeez, what a ding dong. Uh, Patrick Reed's playing. Chad Ramey. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Chad Ramey's just been a good, solid top 10 guy. Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. Adam Long, Long Dong, Cockrack's got to be playing pretty well, right? I mean, he's going to, Chris Kirk. Captain Kirk is Damn. Ian Baker Finch. Do you, have, do you have the odds right in front of you? Sort of. Who's the next one on the list that we haven't picked? We got uh, Colin Morikawa, 16 to 1, Victor Hovland, 18 to 1, Max Homa, and Sam Burns, 25 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, 30 to 1. Furberger, 35 to 1, as is Finau and Sung J.M. Hey, Davis Riley, 40 to 1. I'm going to take Davis Riley. Is your first alternate or is your third pick? That's I can't my remember. Third pick. Dude, you should start putting some money on that guy to finish in top 10. I, he's been playing well. What about top five? So, yeah, I put five bucks on that. Uh, JT that paid me one fifty five, and then I keep putting five dollars on Cam Young to finish in the top ten. That paid me forty. Yeah, it's the, these value bets, man. And I'll tell you, I think making them on Sunday or or Friday night, it's kind of fun, and especially when you know they're making the cut. Right. Uh, my first alternate, since you said I need to pick a good one, <laughs> I'm gonna try Colin Morikawa. I'll take Max Homa. Sure you will. And then I'll finish her off with just another heavy hitter. How about Victor Hovland? Jeez. We never just kind of go down the odds list. Well, I, I didn't do a lot of like serious research. I'm just, fuck it. I'll go Ricky Fowler. 
Oh my gosh. He made the cut. Sure he did. <laughs> what does that mean? No, I mean Sure he did. <laughs> you, you, that's all he's gonna do. You talking smack about my picks? No, I just I'm down on Ricky right now. Okay. We'll review him. Uh so you got Spieth, answer JT, your alternates, Morikawa and Hovland. God, that's a good grip of players. Mine are Scheffler, Zalatoris, and Riley, alternates of Homa and Fowler. There you have it. Happy betting, people. Ding-dongs and trunk slammers, dude. What do you got? Well, I got Pat and Kazire. <laughs> okay. Who, who fucking lost his mind after having a terrible round of golf. Went on Twitter or something or Instagram and said the cor- that the course was overrated and the setup was pitiful. He okay. deleted it, but too bad people too bad. screenshot that shit. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of my ding dong. And I saw that Ty- Tyrell Hatton is there for you. Yeah, he, he did the same kind of thing. He just talked smack about the course and how much it sucked. And yeah. So same kind of deal. It is typical MO. And I, I'd always like to put Ian Baker Finch because he said that that green had a 2% <laughs> slope. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? I, I don't it, know. 45 degrees is... is so what what did he get out the ruler and decided two percent? What is that? <laughs> God, that guy's an idiot. G'day, mate. No shit. Uh what about trunk slammers? God, I see you have Mito down there. I do. I mean it's hard not to. But you said Rory. I like Rory. Yeah, because he, he didn't even talk to the media. I didn't know that. Like, come on, man. Nike gives you your wants you to show up there with your hat and your t-shirt that says Nike has a swish on it. And, you know, Rory is very good, good and bad days talking to the media, very honest like that. But he sounded like he was pissed because when he saw Justin Thomas had won the stupid thing and he's like, God, I could have won it. So anyway, there you have it. You have anything else? Let's see. We got Memorial Day weekend. You going out of town, softballs? I am. Yeah. Go right. cavemen. Going to GP. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, the homeland. If you, <laughs> you see any of my friends, I will, say hi. I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, Fine. Where are you staying? You staying in the, your trailer? Yep. We're going to take the trailer down. Uh, just Where are you going to stay? Marath- KOA? Marath- no, the KOA. We stayed there last year. It was just a little too far away. Yep. Uh, it's in Merlin. Yeah. So we're actually, there's just a little RV park right there off of I-5 in town. I know it. Yeah, we're just going to park there. So, And that's up. There's lots of little restaurants, lots of McDonald's right there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, fields are maybe less than 10 minutes away. She's got an early game on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. So we'll have to be at the fields by 6. So. Do you think you'll drop her off at her game and then go play golf out at... uh, Grants Pass Country Club? No. Oh, you're a good dad. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch softball. I like so- I like watching softball. Honey, daddy's got to go play golf today. But after 7 a.m. game, she doesn't have another game till like 4.30, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just lock her in the trailer like a dog. 
No, crack not the windows. Do that. No, she'll she she probably wouldn't be unless her friends from her team are gonna go do something. She'd probably be up for driving the cart or something if I was to go golf. There you go. What about you? Big Memorial Day plans? Yeah, I'm gonna play Sunday at Heron, and then Monday we got a game out there. A little, uh, not necessarily related to uh, the bums, but just uh, trying to get as many people out there because we're still looking for members to play some golf. Yeah. Or members that are just willing to pay. Yes. Like myself. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, you have a great week. You have a great weekend. Uh, we'll figure out when we can record next week because we should. We will. Yeah. And, and did, did you give me a raise yet? Did not get you a big fat pay raise. What the fuck are you guys doing over there? <laughs> Again, another podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be good humans. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed. <laughs>